He's our worship pastor. He's our youth pastor. He and Karina just got off of a two-month sabbatical arrest, which I know he's going to talk about. And um, But we're just so glad you're back. And would you honor with me Todd Lout? Thanks, you guys. I receive it. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to do a, a, a quick little thing um, before I dive into this. I, over the years, um, I, I kind of have a fun, mischievous time when people do something. Uh, all right, let me explain this. For instance, when, when I'm driving behind a car that's got that Darwin fish, you know, on it, um, I, to me, that feels kind of like in your face, you know, believers. So um, I actually have fun because I, I think, oh, you just asked me to pray for you. So <laughs> do you guys do that too? So I, I'm, I'm like back there, my hands out, and I'm like, bombard this person with believers and with your truth. Disturb them in the night with your truth, you know. And so who knows if I'll ever get an opportunity to see some of those results, but I know he's on the case. I just know it. And um, so I like to do that kind of stuff. Today, I, I just wanted to have you all do like a big bombardment with me because on the way here to church... Our son calls. He, he, he hasn't been able to be here in, in a while because of, he works at Safeway and they've got him every Saturday night. And um, but so he was on the way out r- right after we left to his car, and he called us while we were halfway here, and he said, um, he said, "Gosh, these two guys came up to me at my car and um, asked me if I had weed." And I said, no. And they started messing with me and hitting my car. And um, he said, but they also started going around our house, you know. And um, so we thought, let's go back. (laughs) That's why we're late. Uh, So we went back. Um, Turns out, though, as we were driving into the neighborhood, two cops were going real slow. And some other neighbors were waving these cops down. And evidently some other people had called because there were some other things they were doing. But I... so, you know, we, we went and locked our gates, made sure everything was secure. But I thought, ooh, we should get all of Blazing Fire to make a declaration over those two guys. Who knows what their names are, but I'll just call them A and B for now. And, um, and so wouldn't it be cool, you know? So would you guys <laughs> just agree with me over A and B here? We declare uh, that A and B... That, that they are saturated, God, with your heart, that they are burning with your heart. And any craziness is just, just gets destroyed off of them, God. We ask, God, that you would bombard them with your love. God, that they would not be able to stop thinking about you until they think they're crazy and they have to get into church somewhere. And, and God, I just ask you to um, just, yeah, just, just to bombard them with your love, God. Let them... Let them get freedom tonight as we're doing this. Thank you for your agreement, everybody. Because the Bible says when two or more agree as touching anything, it's done. So. (laughs) 
Dude, I take advantage of when I get to be up here, you know. <laughs> so, um, I want to pray. Uh, Holy Spirit, come and soften our hearts. I mean, just soften them even more. You obviously started doing this during worship to all of us. And I ask God for more, and I ask God that that any blinders would be removed from us, any, um, especially concerning our schedule and things that uh, just are in the way that are not necessary in the way of our thinking, God, that, that tonight we'd able, be able to let these things fall off of us as you just work inside of our hearts about who you are in your simplicity in our lives. Bring freedom here tonight. Thank you, God. In a little bit, I'm going to do a few more uh, declarations and some prayers over you that, that I felt his instruction on. So, um, a little hardcore too. But anyway, um, <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, we just went on a break from this type of ministry. And, um, and I know Blazing Fire pretty well enough to know that when we came back, we'd get some questions like, what happened? Did you go up in a vortex of glory? You know, uh, <laughs> what revelations did you get? Or can you impart to me what you got during your sabbatical? Um, or did you make a new album yet? You know, during just, you know, things like that. And sure enough, some of those questions came. And, um, so, if there was a title to this message, I would call it my big fat revelation during my sabbatical. <laughs> While I'm going to declare, I mean, reveal and let you know that I want really badly to go into a vortex of Holy Spirit whirlwind. I really do. Um, and actually I've done, I have been before, but, uh, uh, that type of thing didn't exactly happen. Um, and it just does not matter because he was after some other things in me and Karina, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I love, I love the fact that we are in this prophetic community. I'd, I'd never have it any other way. Even though there's risks, you know, even though people will think, oh, you're New Agers or, you know, as, as a youth pastor that teaches the kids that, you know, of course, from time to time, we're going to, there's going to be some questions and judgment from people that are just afraid. They don't understand, you know, like you guys are weird. You, you know, prophecy is not real today and, you know, stuff like that. I would never have it any other way. I wouldn't, I don't mind taking the risks in order to have what, you know, <laughs> Basically, an atmosphere where we listen to the God, the heart of the Lord, you know, and in such, we've all a lot. Of, well, many of us have been blessed to just hear a lot of words given to us, you know, and um, and for me personally, especially since I've been in Blazing Fire, but but even way before Blazing Fire, I've gotten this these words about you are going to go and um, you're going to you know absolutely reach all the nations and you're going to be caught up and you're going to go to heaven. And uh, I've gotten these words over and over again. And I have to say that 
I have grown disappointed at times because some of those things didn't happen because I was just like, okay, all right. And also not, not just, not really just disappointed, but like, um, thoughts about myself, like, well, maybe I'm not doing something right. Cause those things, you know, didn't happen or maybe I'm not doing something right. Cause I don't really even want that sometimes, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and, and on this sabbatical, that's one of the many, uh, issues that God wanted to just kind of hit head on with me was that. And, um, if you've been around long enough, you've heard me, my, you know, my main, main messages here are God is gigantic and almost any other message isn't necessary unless we've got that first, you know, um, God, how big God is the fear of the Lord and about intimacy with God. Um, and every time I ever preach, I will speak about intimacy with God. I just will. Uh, but my own, um, my own driving message to everyone else was starting to become um, dull in my own life. It really was. And I wasn't even quite aware of it, kind of aware of it, but just kind of, uh, you know, you, you've heard of the frog in the kettle analogy. Do you guys know what I, who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Frog. In the, okay. If you take a, it's kind of gross. So get ready, but I don't, you know, I'm sure there's other analogies that are better than this one, but if you, if you, um, boil water on the oven and you throw a frog in it, they're going to scream and jump out, you know, but if you put a frog in some cold water on the oven, on the stovetop and turn it on until it starts to boil, they, they will not, they will stay in there until they just die. It's a, it's an interesting scientific thing. And this is compared comparison to how we, how things kind of come on us at times. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Uh, such as, uh, such as what I'm talking about is, is what was happening to me. Even though I'm, I'm, I'm like, yes, I have intimacy with God. Um, what I really know for me really is what I need, need and works became less and less and less and turned into something else in my mind, in my busy life. You know what I mean? For instance, um, Hey, I sung a song to him while I was driving down the street. I'm good for today. <laughs> and that may be good for someone, but for me, that's not, that's not what I, my heart longs for at all. I mean, well, that's a portion of what my heart longs for, you know? But for me, I've got to, I've got to really get alone and quiet and listen and, and listen and talk, but mostly listen, you know, and listen without hearing and listen with hearing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just staying steady all the time when my heart hears something I can't even hear with my head, you know, with my, my ears. But, um, so that was happening and that's, that was at the point where it, it got to, kind of just kind of hit a brick wall and Brent's like, you guys, pastor Brent says, it's time for you to, to take a break, you know? And so, you know, we mentioned it in here right before it, but we, we thought, well, we can't, we're too big. We, we got too much stuff going on. We can't, you know, who's going to do this and who's going to do that. And who's going to do that. And, uh, and we, and, and I was, I was a little bit miffed at my boss 
for assuming that we could just go ahead and do this, you know, with a week's notice or whatever. Because I thought, well, at least give me six months to get things in place, and then we'll do it, you know. But um, he said, sure you will, which is exactly right. It's, exact, it's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, I love him like a papa, and I trust you know, he, him as a shepherd over part of my life. And I, you know, but I was just like, he doesn't know what he's talking about and whatever. Um, <laughs> and, you know, out of his awesome, gracious leadership, he, he said, I'm going to make this like 95% mandatory for you guys. But the other five, he's like, I still want you to choose, you know? So <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> That's really good leadership right there. <laughs> um, it is. Uh, uh, now I'm going to jump to something else and then I'm going to come right back. I, I'm going to say this. Um, during the course of the sabbatical, I, I, I kept getting a lot of really great messages that I can't wait to preach here, actually. you know. And I love the Bible. I mean, one, one night I was just looking through Hebrews and I went, oh, 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 this, 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 you know, and I started, I can't wait. I can't wait, (laughs) you know, to share this and just different things. And, um, uh, so, you know, he, he was asking about preaching and I, I was trying to go through the inventory of all these messages I have for you, all this glory groceries as Lonnie Longley would call it, um, (laughs) to give to you, but Holy Spirit, on this night, he he was uh, this whole time preparing this. He's like, I don't want you to take many notes, and I really want you to just share this thing about simplicity, um, which is the thing that he was driving into me first before I share any of the other messages. And there's going to be time, you know. Um, so that's what I want to share about here is basically about simplicity and our in our gummed up crazy weird lives that we have grown accustomed to thinking that all of it is absolutely necessary. Um, (laughs) we just, we just watched a cool video the other night, um, where, uh, Lance Wallnow was, he had, he was teaching a class to people about their passion and, um, we didn't see, all of what they did in the class, but he evidently he had some people write down some things about their passion and a list of them and stuff. And there was one girl and she was up there and he, he had her up there kind of as an example for the class. And he said, I want you to read your list and I want you to declare it really loud, you know, with joy and with zeal in your voice. And so, you know, she's like, I am beautiful. I am this, this, this. Then it then got to the list of things that she's passionate about. Um, and she's saying them, you know, and saying them and saying them. And then a few down the list, she got to one about justice. And um, she goes, and justice. And, and the rest of the time, she was a wreck. She just, she could barely get it out. He starts going into details. What about that? You know, what about the justice issue? And started pinpointing it even a little deeper. And um, she was just a mess. And he said, this is where her passion really is but it was lower on the list something about because we we don't we put other things above it 
because we think that's, you know, that, well, that should be there and that should be there. That should be there. You know, that kind of thing. I thought that is the coolest thing. I want to do that with wildfire. Get ready. (laughs) Uh, And that's what God was doing with us. Brent, Pastor Brent told us, you know, um, if you need more than two months, you know, let us know. And, but my mind was racing. We've got this, this rain conference coming up, you know, and that's the biggest thing that I could think of that I thought I've got to, I got to work on that like feverishly. We have to have advertisements out six months ahead, at least, you know, so forth and so on. And I was like, how can I possibly not think of that? He told me not to. I mean, he, he's like, don't lift a finger on that. I'm like, you don't understand. It has to be done. You know, has to be, has to be. We're going to spend all this money on this conference and people aren't even going to show up because they don't want to know about it. And, you know, ha, 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 ha. all that is very logical and kind of true in some regard. But Holy Spirit was like, I'm on a, another case with you. Do what he said. So... <laughs> That that was like breaking. Off. That's that was like rehab. It really was. So he's like, "Do you do you want two months? For, you more than two months? No, no. We got to get right back and hop in on this rain conference thing." Um. But when he finally when he came and asked us at the end, "Are you guys ready?" We went, "No, no. We got a few things we got to do, but we could take a year, really. I mean." <laughs> And here's why, because for about a month and a half of that time, it, it took about that long to even start calming down. It really did. And, and I'm going to just be vulnerable here and say that I didn't think that I was even like that. I thought that I was the, the guy who has intimacy with God so much that I'm peaceful all the time, but that was not true. <laughs> and the busyness of ministry and the busyness of life, um, and the concerns of all, all kinds of things just became the bigger thing. Um, but I, I'm so thankful for God and his mercy and his graciousness on me, on Karina, and, and on my kids who were very thankful we did this, uh, that, um, that God, you know, sees the thing that I really am passionate about, which is my, my intimacy with him. And, um, and says, Oh, at any cost, we're going to go back to that toddy, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to go back to that. Cause actually you're, what you're not seeing is you've, you've gotten away from this. And even though this is going to hurt a little bit, we're going to get back to that place. <laughs> so, uh, I'm mostly going to share just kind of story here, but, um, but I do have some things I just want to read out of Psalms uh, to you. Um, well, I'm going to read this. Yeah, Psalm 147, verse 4 on to 11. I'm going to read this just to uh, be a little preliminary to what I'm about to say. But he determines the number of the stars, and he calls them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. (laughs) Ours does, so we might as well just trust him. Um, The Lord sustains the humble, but casts the wicked to the ground. 
Let me just stop right there too and say, by the way, the humble would just be seriously somebody who would go ahead and say, yes, daddy, I'll trust you and go there. <laughs> I'm not all that. You say I am God and I'll just trust that in humility. <laughs> uh, sing to the Lord with grateful praise. Make music to our God on the harp. He covers the sky with clouds. He supplies the earth with rain and makes the grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. His pleasure is not... This, this is the main part I want to get to right here. Uh, his pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. In other words, in, in all the horsepower or manpower, um, the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. That Let me just describe that fear of the Lord. The, the fear of the Lord can be taught in different ways, and it's actually all of it. I mean, part of it actually really does mean afraid like afraid because the truth is if you were instantly boom, put into that realm and an angel was standing in front of you, like and on fire and you know, this kind of thing, you would feel afraid you, you would, uh, but it's not a fear of the dark afraid. It would be similar, but in a, Whoa, I want more of you. I want more of you. I want more of you. I want more of you type of way because he is so extravagantly gigantic, holy, you know? Um, but it, but it also can be described as listening to what he says about you and about creation and about the things he likes and going ahead and saying, okay, I want me too, <laughs> and not fighting him on his perspective. Fear of the Lord, you know? Uh, so, so, um, so he was after that with me and, um, took me on this cool little experience. We had, we, we did, went on a couple trips. Um, one of the first things we did was we went up to Bethel thinking, Oh, we're going to go up there and just receive and not see anyone we know, which I don't know why we thought that. Cause we saw like 14 people we know. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, and by the way, we just, we, we, we take teenagers up there all the time or we go on leaders advances. And, um, so we never see Redding really. We just, you know, we see in and out, but, <laughs> and Yak's coffee. If you're ever up there, go to Yak's coffee. It's really good. Uh, but we went to the lake, we went to the cave. We just stuff we didn't, we don't normally do because we're, we usually have like 40 or 60 teenagers with us. But, um, so anyway, but we, that's, that's beside the point. We went on a couple little short trips, but all of them were about like four hours away each time. And the, <clears throat> the last one we went on was to the Lord's land. Anyone been there before? <laughs> awesome. Awesome place up in, up in Albion, Mendocino County. Um, once was a hippie commune full of drug induced naked people. It was. And, um, and they built <laughs> the hippies built all these hippie looking cabins that looked like Keebler elves live there. It's so neat. 
really, you know, like crooked windows and just funny little shaped buildings. It, uh, but, but what happened was, um, uh, this couple came through back in the seventies and, um, evangelized everybody and everyone got saved. Uh, and this lady ended up owning the land and they call it the Lord's land. And it's totally dedicated to the Lord. Now it's YWAM youth with a mission owns it. Um, and that place is one of the most peaceful places. It's just, Oh, you, you step on the property and you go, Oh wow. I, I'm all my other stuff is gone. It's just, it's amazing. So Karina and our daughter, Sierra went, um, uh, together and, and, and me, uh, for a few days there. Josiah had to work and, um, and so we had a great time. We, we got back and from that long drive and, um, as soon as we walked through the door, Karina goes, oh, my laptop is up there. And, and I instantly thought oh, I was just so happy to not drive anymore, you know? Uh-huh. And so I said, you know, well, we can, we can have them mail it, you know, we could just call, have them send in the mail. And of course, the concern was there that, you know, well, what if it gets lost in the mail or damaged or whatever? And um, so I went, oh, I'll drive back up there tomorrow, you know? Um, but when I got over myself, I went, I'm going to go back up to the Lord's land. <laughs> so I called them and I said, hey, can I come back and stay for a few days? They're like, absolutely, absolutely. In fact, they... They, the reason we stayed there was they, they emailed us and said, Hey, we heard you're on sabbatical. Come be here for free because we're friends. Um, so, so they let me come back up and, um, I stayed in a cabin called tiny. You know why it's called tiny? Because it is literally like you, you open the door and there's a sink about this big, a countertop. And somehow they fit a coffee machine there. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, and then you walk in, there's a tiny little table, and then the rest of the cabin is bed. It's just the bed, you know. And, and the funny thing is, I wanted to stay in that cabin ever since I was 19 years old. So I, I stayed in that cabin. Um, huh? Yes, you did. It was awesome. So, so I go up there, and I thought, okay, I'm going to be alone with the Lord, you know. Um, I had, I have equally awesome time with my family, but I was also looking forward to just being all by myself in that place. And, um, so, uh, the next day after being there, I'm walking through the forest, just like, ah, oh, you know, the forest is a, a, the forest is a place you should go <laughs> to get quiet. It really, really is. I mean, God likes it. He made the trees, you know, and it's really quiet and, and somehow you can think, clear. You just can. And we have places like that all around here. So, you know, go for it. So I'm walking through the forest, talking to Holy Spirit, deciding not to talk too much, you know, just like, okay, I'm going to shut up now. You talk or nothing or whatever. I'm just going to listen to the breeze. And I'm telling you, by the way, he talks through that breeze. He really does. He talks to the trees. This ain't no new age concept either. You know, um, it would be absolutely foolish to worship that tree, but he is in the tree, you know, and he, he speaks through nature. You know how I know that? Because he said his voice is like many waters. So <laughs> it's true. Uh, so I, so I'm getting really peaceful. I'm taking a walk 
And this tiny little flower about this big, um, that's on the side of the path, just, it, it, it's almost like it called out for me to walk, look at it, you know, I mean, something you'd walk by in a second, you know, um, you know what a blue star creeper is a little tiny, you know, in your lawn, the little, just little bitty thing like that. And, um, so I bet down and I'm looking at it and I'm just, I'm just, I'm just getting even more peaceful. I didn't go in a vortex, but I, I just got really, really peaceful and tender hearted and weepy. And I heard him tell me, I am so into that little flower. I really am. It has my attention. I made it. I know exactly where it is and how many veins are in it. And I really, really love that flower. And that, that little flower is something that I am concerned about. And I, um, he's telling me that's a part of my world. And while he's telling me that he's here, you know, to keep staring at it. So I'm staring at it. And the longer I'm looking at this thing, all the stuff, you know, all the concerns, all the, the legitimate ones, the, you know, back burner plans, everything seemed so far away. You know, it just seems so not a big deal, really. And he starts talking to me about, I am... I, I, there's you, what you all forget over and over and over again is that my realm and my world is so much more expanded than yours is. There's so much more going on. And the, the things that you think are the big deal really aren't. Although I love you and I'm concerned to walk with you through all the, but there's just so much more going on. Come with me and get my perspective on things, you know? Oh my goodness. It really, it it did. It just, it kind of, it, it did that kind of like a lot more washing off of that. I was looking for during the sabbatical. Um, then I went to town and went some, got some coffee at this place called Moody's. <clears throat> it's good coffee. Do you guys like, who likes coffee? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we have taken our whole youth group to Moody's over and over and all of them seem to be coffee drinkers and um and it's just fantastic. My daughter I you know what how can you be more proud of a daughter who is a coffee snob? I mean <laughs> Not too long ago I ran we ran out of some good coffee and I pulled the U-ban out of the freezer and made some for her and um she knew she was like what is this i went wow that's my daughter yes <laughs> let me go back to focusing on what i was talking about so i go to town and i i get some coffee and um and i um i walked into a store and i just I, I saw these binoculars there. And since I was like this tall, I've always wanted a pretty good pair of binoculars, not the little plastic kind I had when I was a kid that came out of a Cracker Jack box. Uh, so I just was like, whatever, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to buy some, you know. 
And actually, they were 50% off, so that was a huge treat. So I got some. I went outside, and I looked out at the water, and I could see these seagulls way out there and stuff. And boom, he does it again. He's like, everything in that ocean, I know it all. I know all of it. And there's so much in that peaceful world that is a part of my heart. Come into that with me. Come into it with me. You'll not understand it all, but just see that there's so much more. Get out of your own little world, you know. Uh, I was just undone, and that brought a lot of peace to me, you know. So that's why I wanted to read that Psalms, because, you know, uh, it says here, he covers the sky with clouds. This is true. You know, he does these things. He clothes the lily. I think I have that scripture here. Um, yeah, well, yeah, let's, let me just, um, I'm going to read a couple more to you. Luke, Luke, uh, 12, six and seven, it says, are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins and not one of them is forgotten before God. Little birds, little tiny birds. But the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. The, the Message Bible, I think I recall, it's, it's, it says canaries. And it's like, you are more valuable than millions of canaries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and as I was reading this recently... He was just expanding it. He goes, the more you quiet yourself before me, the more I'm going to expand the word to you. You're just going to, it's like you go further up and further in, further up and further in. There's so much more. Um, and he was showing me the reason, he, you know, like you, I've always known this scripture. He knows the hairs on our heads. You know, we, we talk about it in Sunday school. We, we know that he knows all the sand on the, the beach, you know, and uh, like, that is cool. He's big, but he was telling me, yeah, that's cool, but actually the reason I know all the hairs on your head is because I'm so into you, you know? It's not just so that I could tell you how cool I am, you know? He was like, it's because I actually have concern about you, and every one of those strands of hair actually really is is a concern of mine, you know? I'm like, that's cool because the loss of it is a concern of mine, so <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, you know? Uh, <laughs> Matthew six twenty five. it says, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body. Anybody have body issues here? I have had them. Nor about your body, what you'll put on, uh, is not life more than food in the body, more, more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds all of them. Are you not of more value than them? Which of you, by worrying, could add one cubit to his, cubit to his stature? In fact, I think it takes away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, these are the types of things. These are script. These are the very familiar scriptures that we all have heard many, many times. But he's going, "Would you please just actually really pay attention to this stuff? This stuff is actually true. This is not cool scriptures. It's true. 
It's really true. <laughs> I care about those birds very, very much. And that flower very, very much. That's the way my world is. I'm, I'm into these things. I love beauty. And Todd, you are so beautiful to me. <laughs> you know, that's for all of you with your name attached to it. That's for all of us. Um, not all, so, you know, after this flower thing, I started having thoughts that I haven't had before. For instance, um, you know, we see people here worshiping using colors and flags. You know, I understand this. And I know some people walk in our doors and don't understand it. You know, and they're like, what? What's going on with the flag? Well, last week, somebody asked me, what is all, what is all that? You know, <laughs> so I explained it, you know, <clears throat> um, but that's kind of the edge of my understanding realm. I, I'm, I'm a blazing fire dude and seeing this. And so it's perfectly normal to me. But then after I saw this flower, I saw people worshiping with flowers. I saw people taking flowers and just throwing them up to God and saying, look at this. You made these. Yeah. <laughs> Without any worry that you just took them all out of the ground because he will make more. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I saw, I saw people just worshiping with flower and I'm like, Oh, flower child, you know, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many things that were ours in the first place. You know what I mean? Like the word mystic, for instance, that ain't some new age that that was ours actually first. So it was a flower, you know? So we're flower children. <laughs> <laughs> then of course there's Psalms 46 10 that says be still and know that I am God and that's that's what he was talking to me another very familiar verse that he's going hey I really want you to meditate on this actually just just even though you're like oh yeah I know that one you know I know I'd be still and know that we've sung it you know everything he's going hang out with me and actually see how real this is. And when you do then see even more how real it is and then see even more how real it is as you rediscover over and over again, how much I, how deep I am and how I am totally other than, and what I like to always say and sing, I'm an ocean without a shore. There's so much here. Just dive in and you're going to see all these layers to something as familiar as be still and know that I am God. He's like, it, and, and almost like a reprimand for me anyway. Like, so are you actually doing it? I wasn't. Oops. <laughs> and in his kindness, he goes, well, see, that's why you've been so, you know, on edge all the time. So he wasn't waiting with a whip to whip me over it. He just wanted to get my attention, you know, um, so, um, so that was one of the main things. Here's, here's another thing we like to tell people that, what, what revelation did you get? I, I'm kind of making fun of it, but actually it's a very legitimate, awesome question. And we love, love that people want to know. Um, but in comparison to some of the things we've got to say about it, it it's almost hilarious because we've been going, well, we played Yahtzee with our kids. 
we have always thought, yeah, yeah, we're the tightest family. And, and we really actually have a very tight family unit in our house. Um, but with all the harriedness and letting things pile up, pile up, snowball effect and all that in our minds, in our minds, um, what we considered time with the kids became less and less and less. And um, to where, you know, we sat down with them and they're like, we need you back. We need you back. All you ever talk about is blazing fire, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, we got around the table and played games like we used to, you know. And um, gosh, what that did for us just to sit there and look at them. And in that, God is talking to us and saying, you see, this is how it is with you and me. Yes, I've given you certain giftings, anointings, and desires, and even those cool desires you like, Todd, like to, you know, landscape and make make things. You know, I love to make things. Um, he goes, even those things aren't aren't anything compared to, I just want to hang out with you. And if you don't accomplish another thing in ministry, that's quite all right. And you've heard that said here many times too, but it's truer than we've thought it is. <laughs> and when we come to know that it's true, it's still truer than we think it is then. You know what I mean? We've got to look at him as multi-layered. I mean, billions, billions multi-layered. You know? We have to because he is. He's multidimensional. There ain't no 3D going on here. There is 3, 4 billion D, you know, <laughs> with him. And in all of that grandeur and gloriousness, there's this thing called rest that is a gigantic part of God that, you know, even a while back, I remember somebody praying rest over me and they were praying it in a context like, don't do anything, just rest. And I was like, I can't do that. You know, I've got to, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. And and God, as I began to do that, he goes, let me actually show you what that can really mean even in the time where you're doing stuff, you know, on the inside. Here, Here's a little example of how that's played out so far. So far, we're still learning, you know. Um, wildfire is Monday nights. We have an awesome youth group. It's just awesome. And it's, it's I would think that it's probably the easiest youth group to be with, to lead. Um, and year after year, as we get newer kids, um, it, it, God's given us, God's given us uh, some strategies that just always make this happen somehow. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, and brings us kids that are hungry and um, end up turning around and just have, it's part of it's the culture of honor, by the way, you know, it really is. Um, so they're easy to be with. And yet, over time, I, on Mondays, I got to where I would not make, you know, people were like, I, you know, can I really, can we talk on Monday? It's the only time I've got. No, because I'm busy all day long with wildfire. Because in my mind, um, I had to be all consumed about wildfire. And I would have, I started getting anxious feelings about, well, what if, what if this and what if that and. You know, do we have enough worship leaders and do we, and all the things that I, I can't believe that I was starting to let happen on, you know, on Monday. So we got back and our first Monday during the day, it's like chill day, you know, and taking care of other things and stuff. And then, um, also last Monday, um, part of that 
was also just giving some things away, you know? And I have a giant, big, fat revelation for all of us. We don't hold the world together. <laughs> we don't. I, I'm, I'm giving you some of these examples that are not, uh, that I'm not reading a scripture with, by the way, just because I'm living in this life at the moment that you might get encouraged by my particular circumstances in regard to something in your life. But I'm just going to give you a couple more for instances. Um, uh, my, my daughter, she is quite capable of pulling together worship teams for wildfire. Okay. Um, that's part of what I do here for church too, but I have been doing that for wildfire also. And, um, you know, every week there's something, something we, you know, we still don't have our own building and our own equipment. So, you know, we, it's, there's, there's so many facets to all this. And then when you've got teenagers on a worship team, somebody's going to have too much homework last minute and not be able to come. And just, you know, there's always stuff like that. Um, and two or maybe a year and a half ago, Sierra said to me, you know, I could, I could do the worship team thing for you, you know? I mean, she's, she's one of the worship teams herself, but, but I was like, yes, let's do that. We'll get, we'll let me, I'll meet, we'll have a meeting you and me and, um, over coffee and, um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that and get that rolling. But you know, it's, it's gotta, it'll take some time to really get that rolling. And so you know, and uh, let me take care of this first. And then, and, and all of a sudden a year and a half goes by and I'm still doing the worship teams. Um, well, we were forced into a sabbatical <laughs> and during that sabbatical, um, Sierra took over, you know, managing the worship teams for wildfire. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and, when we came back, she's like, I'm still doing that, you know? And that's just one less little thing that is going on in this, you know, brain that doesn't multitask too well. Um, um, I'll, I'll point out another tiny, it's what some, what you might think is like a non time consuming, just little nothing job that actually is, um, is, uh, we, since we are in someone else's building, we have a church laptop that we use to project the words and the slideshows that keep going back and forth like tonight <laughs> on, you know? And, um, so I've been the carrier of that laptop and whenever we have a new song, um, like, you know, it's, it's easier when it's me doing a new song. Cause I, I just, during the week I put that song in there. Um, but if another worship team does, they'll, you know, they'll call me with their set and I, you know, get them all in line and make, put the new songs in there. Um, uh, and then when we come here to practice, we really don't have much time and, and believe it or not, there's a lot of songs we've done here. We only like ran over once ever until we led you in it, you know? And, um, so I think Holy spirit is, well, I know doing a lot of that, but during that short time, I I tell the worship team, hang on a second. I got to go set the computer up, make sure the, the things working, you know, and just get all that taken care of. And, and a chunk of time goes by. 
Somebody did that while we were gone. And when, when I was, well, it's Aaron, Aaron Johnson. And, um, oh, there she is. <clears throat> and like I said, you know, in, in my mind, I was like, well, that's just a little job. So I, I should keep that one too, because you know what? If I, I need to be, I, I shouldn't, I don't want to give, you know, I just, <laughs> that's really what all that harriedness boils down to. So I text Aaron and I'm like, well, do you need me to come pick up the you know, computer now that we're here? She texts back and says, if you think you're taking that responsibility back, you're crazy. And <laughs> even though that's not a 40, a 40 hour a week job, um, I can't tell just that little bit gone is hugely helpful. Here's what I'm trying to say. Um, let go, <laughs> let go. Simplicity. God, that's what he was been this whole, when she texts me that I didn't tell you this. When she texts me that I know in the inside, I heard God go, ha, <laughs> do you experience that? He speaks to you in your own way. All right. He does with me. You wouldn't believe some of the things he's told me, but, um, but I did, I heard, ha, cause he's going, I want you to enter into more simplicity and stop thinking that even though you don't think you're a controlling person or arrogant, you're still kind of doing that in an, in another way than what you, you know, is obvious to you. Oh, are you serious? That That's, ow, yummy, ow, yummy, you know? <clears throat> and by the way, I, I am a person who likes to do the following. I often, I will invite him, come at me with a fiery knife and stab me with it. <laughs> Let me translate that. <laughs> Meaning, uh, take out some stuff, even if it hurts and has to have a little surgery and your fire is cool because it kind of sutures the thing back together, you know, <clears throat> and purifies and, um, and he does it. And when he does it, it, it's always kind of like, Oh, you know, Whoa. Okay. Ooh, good. And, um, and this time around, it's about letting some stuff go and being more simple and, him saying, I want you to, I want you to spend more time with your kids. They're about to leave. And, um, and I want you to spend more time with me, toddy bear. (laughs) 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 Janie (laughs) Wayney, you know, Christy Wisty. (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One more little thing, and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pray and then invite the the ministry team to come on out to pray for people. Um, Another thing that he, there's, I could actually stand here for hours and tell you all the many, many, very things, the more coffee, um, all the many facets to what 
has been things that, that go like this to my brain. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of us have like thousands of these things. You know, there's so many, if you, that's why it took a month and a half to even start calming down because there's so, you know, there's so many that over time you don't even realize how like this has gotten. But he, um, one of those things, one of those things was simply, um, all the different points of view on things pertaining to the Lord scripture and stuff and how to look at how to pray and how to, how to, you know, worship and how to do this and what's words to do and how to, you know, and there's so many opinions, um, that, and, and I've been in, uh, lots, you know, we've been in lots of camps and, um, and I love them all. I I mean, there's, I love things about them all. And, um, uh, but, but at times, you know, confusion comes like, Oh, which way is it? I mean, okay, I, I th- maybe I'll this, you know, I'll go the, more this way, this way, this way. The, and he was telling me, stop all of that. Stop it. Um, just stop it. And show, I started showing me pictures of um, how a lot of our problem is the way we just are constantly focused on other people instead of him. All of, all of us, all of us. He showed me this picture of um, him right here, you know, and us around the throne, you know, and there's promises, by the way, all around his throne. <laughs> there's rainbows, it says, you know, um, and anyway, all of us around and, but we're, but we look a lot like this. We're like, here we are standing around the throne, but we're going like this a lot, you know, and there's a healthy way, by the way, to do this. And that's actually this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, or someone else's got your back while you got someone else's looking at them in a helpful way. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, a lot of us um, are just looking at even tiny little things like, wow, the way that worship team does that song is, you know, too bad they don't know the right timing on that one. Or I, I mean, you know, just there's millions of little tiny nitpicky dumb things that over time create blinders on our eyes. And he was showing me, but if you all just looked up at me, not only would you stop getting all tangled up, but you'd start going this way and it would narrow and narrow and narrow and narrow and narrow and narrow and narrow down. I'm going to Photoshop that. I'm going to make, I, I, I am, I'm going to create a picture of that. Cause that's, that's a cool analogy and it's not just an analogy though. It's just utter truth. And he's, he really wants it from us, you know, and we talk, we've been talking this whole past year about family here, unity, you know, let's just look up. <laughs> let's look up. He's the one who does know each of everybody else's, you know, needs anyway. So if we're looking up, we'll still be able to look over here in, in that way, you know, and instead of looking right here all the time, you know, um, just, he was telling me, just get rid of judgment. Just get rid of judgment. Well, I'm not a judgmental person. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's, let's go on a deeper, you know, level. Let's look at this. Oh, okay. You know, get rid of judgment. Um, all that kind of thing. Um, and, and finally, uh, you know, he's, he, he was showing me how, um, kids, little children, little tiny children, if they, you know, if they drop something and broke it, you know, if, 
if, if there's a healthy parent, you know, healthy enough to just embrace them, um, the kid runs into that embrace, even though at the moment they're stressed out, you know, runs into that brace and all of a sudden the world's okay. It's just, it's all right. And, um, uh, no matter what just happened or kid at school hits you or whatever, you come into that embrace of the parent and it's all okay, you know? And, um, and he said, that is how I am. A lot of parents are broken and don't know how to do that really, but I still am that way. Even though, views keep getting skewed and he's like just run into my arms it's what you all long for <laughs> deep on the inside it's what you're all longing for just come here come up come here you know um and the more we do the more we're just going to naturally talk about him you know you know what papa did you know what he said and encourage each other you know and ah, just you know what he did you know what he said and he's like listening in you're like are your ears burning? Yes, I'm an all-consuming fire. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the more we do this, the more we're going to be confident and whole. You know? You know, we, we love people, but you know, it's a little easier when you do meet someone who is all right there not hiding stuff, you know, there's just the, in fact, there's, there's a, there's a wedding going on tomorrow and the groom is like this and he, and, and there's nine groomsmen stayed at our house last night. In fact, they're all there right this moment. Um, uh, but all of these guys are, are like that. They're, they've all, they're not really hiding stuff. You know, they're the easiest guys to be around. And, um, but you know, if, if there's somebody that's got stuff going on, which a lot of us, you know, we, there's masks that we don't even know are there a lot of the time, but it is just straight up a little bit harder to be around or to, uh, you know, embrace on a certain level. But, but all of us desire not to have that, you know, we don't, we do. And, um, he says, you simplify yourself, simplify your mind by just hanging out with me and looking at that tiny little flower. And all of a sudden you're going to be able to be present Everywhere you go, confidence. We want confidence. So I just, I want to pray that over us. Um, like I was saying earlier, I can't impart to you the experience that I had in my own, you know, getting rid of stuff. That's impossible. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is something you got to do on your own, but we can pray for each other to, I mean, there's some things we can impart, but but, but experiential things, it's, it's, not, it's not really easy to do. This is something he's just calling us all to, and I'm going to pray release over us to get there. Even if we're sitting here right now, and, we, and we're like, oh, I'm not even sure I know what it is I need to get rid of because my brain is just cramped all the time. Well, he knows. So let's pray it off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And one more thing I wrote down in this regard, he, he was saying, pray off trying to be, re be seen, trying to be seen by other humans. Um, and, and real quickly, I'll explain that. And that, that I wrote when I was just sitting there during worship. So I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> I don't want to be offensive to anybody, but 
he's, he, he was showing me uh, in our insecurity and, and lack of time with him, a lot of us have this need that this, there is a, there is a need to be known. It's God given. Um, but he's the one that can fill, fulfill that, you know, and then he makes the relationships pure in our lives to make it to where it's not a needy thing, but just an awesome privilege. But in our insecurities, um, I, I think he was telling me there's some people in the room right now that have this need to be seen, um, that is unhealthy and, um, and it bothers you. It plagues you because it's like a striving thing for you. And he's saying to pray about that tonight too. Does that make sense to you guys? Okay. So I do. I want to pray that. Um, I trust Holy Spirit that there's going to be some real true, um, shift right now in us. And for this, this thing you were showing me about, about the striving to be noticed, um, God, I declare that that thing begins to dissipate rapidly right now and that our greatest desire will be to no, be noticed by you because it's already happening. <laughs> it's already happening and our, our attention would come to that, God, and, and that we would see how you work out all the rest. I declare over many of you that are feeling that kind of thing in your life, um, I, 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 it's, it's a declaration and a statement of experience myself that <clears throat> once you actually do just let your hand go, let go of that and just not really care about anyone's opinion, but his all of a sudden at some point you realize, Oh wow, he's given me some rich relationships I didn't have before. When did this happen? I declare that over you. I declare that over you. I declare over you that you are confident and bold and that there is a yearning to just be um, in the simplicity of, of what God has desired for us. There's a scripture in the Bible that actually says to live simple lives. Uh, unfortunately, I can't remember where it is. but um, and, and I just thank you, God, for that. I thank you, God, that you are right there in, in that peace and that calmness, God, that you are rest. You're the one, you're the only one who can teach us how to truly rest. It's not just laying down for a little bit. I, I ask you, God, to bombard us with the instruction from you on how to rest. We labor to believe that we can rest in you. <laughs> That's a scripture. We labor to believe that we can rest in you, God. That's our hard work just to get to know that we can rest in you. God, thank you for getting us there and giving us energy and zeal. God, I, I, I ask that right now all over this room and anyone's listening on the internet, God, that um, there would be that chipping away that we mentioned earlier, that you'd begin to chip away at some stony stuff, God, that has been cr uh, just creating um, crust and layers that we can't even see through. God, I'm asking you to chip away and even right now reveal to, um, to us some stuff that you'd like to just have us give you and get rid of, God, and that you'd be so happy to replace with the richer, with something richer. God, beauty for ashes. 
Oh, thank you, God. Even some of the good things that are good, you've got something better in mind and we don't even know it. God, I'm asking you to just help us to just lay down right at your feet like Mary, who you loved to just sit and gaze in your eyes, God, while at the same time we're living a productive life, um, learning how to do things your way. God, thank you. Captivate our hearts with your gaze, God. <laughs> Captivate our hearts with your gaze and help us to not make things so difficult and so so complicated. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little further here and say this. Anybody listening right now that's actually had that um, confusion and complicated thing on your life so much that it's become like a curse, like everywhere you go, something goes wrong, uh, you know, there's always bad news, something like that. I rebuke that in Jesus name. I, I right now declare the blood of Jesus over that, over you. And I just, I, I, I. I ask you, Holy Spirit, come tonight and just begin to get rid of that thing. Chip it away. Demolish it. God, I'm asking for a new perspective, a new way of thinking. God, only your anointing can do this. Come heavily on us right now. God, with your power, it's your love. It's your love that does this. You are an all-consuming fire. So come and burn us. Come on. We, we, we want this. We want you, God. We we want to see things a little clearer, God. Um, and you are the God who can do anything, anything, even if it feels hopeless to anybody in here. I, I could feel that too. I, I just, I feel like there's at least a one that's like, yeah, but I'm the one who this has been going on for 30, 40, whatever years. No, there is a breakthrough. He is a breakthrough. And I, I just declare right now that there is a, uh, a transformation beginning to happen right now um, that there is a, an awe and reverence uh, of God like you've never had before that you will be able to stop and see that able that little flower or that little worm or whatever it is that God will point out to you maybe he's been pointing out all this time that your ears will stop and hear it <laughs> stop and smell the roses it, this is a, a funny cliche but it's true it's really true Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that we would just take the time at the risk of something not getting done. Thank you, God, that this rain conference is going to be your success story, not mine. Thank you, God, that everything that we're looking at is your success story, not ours. We just get to be in it with you. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. Thank you, God, for hearts filled with gratitude that open up even more doors. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And thank you that you are a whirlwind. And when you want us to go in it, yay. Thank you. <laughs> but also thank you for teaching us the simplicity of the way things really are. God, thank you. Thank you, God. Bring freedom tonight. Break chains off tonight. So make one more little statement. I, I said it here once. But there's a movie called The Color Purple. One of my favorite movies. 
and two women are walking through a field toward the end of the movie and a lot of stuff happened in that movie. But one of them, one of them says to the other, I think it, I think it ticks God off when we walk by the color purple and don't even notice it. You know, I love that line. I don't know if it really actually ticks them off, but you know, really, I think, I think he likes when we notice it. You know what I mean? I think he's like that, that could change your whole day. Actually. Don't, don't just walk right by this blessing, you know, just (laughs) remember some things, you know? So I just, I thank you for that God over us. I thank you for our hearts becoming hearts of gratitude and God that we aren't judging anybody else over anything anymore. (laughs) Okay. Yes. We give you our judgment. We give you that stuff that we've been, the, even the, the deep little tiny judgments that we think are just, well, that's necessary. No, no, we, we give it all to you. You're more than capable of turning that into something else. And we are humble right now and say, yeah, yeah, you, yes, I did. I did judge. You can have this. You can have that. You can have this. We just give you every bit of judgment we've had, God. Thank you. You're the one who is the judge and you judge everything that gets in the way of love. (laughs) That's the only judgment right there. God, you, it's all yours. We lay it down. We surrender. We just surrender. All this time, it's not done me one ounce of good, so I just surrender. Ah. Thank you for letting us see things the way you do. We purposefully align ourselves with that tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can the, can the prayer team come on up? Did you have something to say? Huh? Oh, the parents. Parents? It's time to go get your kids 10 minutes ago. <laughs> um, so if the prayer team could come on up, it'd be fantastic. Just want to minister to you if you need some prayer. Um, so 147. Yeah. Verses four through 11. Hey, on the rain conference, by the way, we're going to need volunteers in lots of areas. And if you, um, are interested in that, would you come talk to miss Misha here sitting in the front row in turquoise? Um, and she'll, she'll get you hooked up. So if we got some music, we want to pray for you guys. Bless you. Have an awesome, awesome week.